my beautiful beanies, and welcome to the Bean for Tuesday. First of yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Wednesday, um, and we'll discuss the idea of uh, compulsory vaccines, and things like no jab, no job, and other catchy phrases like that. Uh, they, they're um, going to redo maths, the whole thing, the way they teach it. Um, does that mean we'll all have to go back to school and learn it again? But before any of that... Oh, that's right. There's a big uh, level announcement, wasn't there? Here's one of the level announcers. So are you going to finally admit we're not going to get to COVID zero? I think that's what the Prime Minister said in the media conference this afternoon. Uh, we have been trending in, in that direction over the last few weeks, and I think people won't be too surprised by that. Okay, so people need to now get on board with the fact that we will live with COVID from here on in, right? Well, if we won't get back to zero, we'll continue to pursue a, a, a zero tolerance strategy towards COVID. So we'll still be contact tracing cases. We'll still be aiming to stamp it out and stop chains of transmission. But we probably won't get back down to uh, days where we have no cases, for example. You and I took a bet last week that, that we would never get back to COVID zero. And you said to me no, and I said we would, and we bet a bottle of Atarangi. So do you owe me a bottle now? It's, it's in the post. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, let's talk through this roadmap, Chris. It's, it's unfortunately um, disappointing. Step one, we know, kicks in from Tuesday midnight. Step two, when? Uh, we haven't put a particular time frame on it. Obviously, it will depend what we see in terms of, you know, case numbers, uh, in terms of, you know, uh, I don't think we want to be stepping down restrictions if we wish to see sudden escalations in cases. But if things continue, I think, you know, we'll week by week be reviewing it um, and we will see, you know, further progressive change. So should people be bracing for, for step two to kick in next week? Uh, that's certainly a possibility. Is it? Did you understand any of it? Like, I sat there reading through it yesterday, and honestly, I have been dealing with ACC and IRD recently, and I, once again, I felt like I was just trying to make sense of something that is designed to make no sense. Uh, if we just rewind back to the beginning of the day, Tim Dower is standing in for K Hawks for you this week. And um, I think he was wanting some, some clarity. I don't know that we got that, but that's what he was asking for. I am so lucky. I live in a level two region. I'd have probably gone round the bend in Auckland by now. People I've heard on ZB, people I'm in touch with personally are trying to keep chipper, trying to hold it together. But it is exhausting. And I really sincerely feel for you. You must be so over it. You need your freedom. But with vaccinations where they are, less than half of us doubly done, and this virus behaving like, what did uh, the doctor call it? A heat-seeking missile. The consequences would be serious. We haven't got the facilities. We don't have the people, the staff, to treat all those who'd get sick, and we haven't got the stomach for the number of people who wouldn't make it. So we're stuck. Got a lockdown that doesn't work. Less than half of us fully vaccinated. Are we supposed to wait till Christmas when this, you know, magic 90% that we're never going to achieve before we ease up? Sooner or later, we're going to have to accept there is a trade-off here between our freedom and the consequences of our freedom. We will have to navigate our way through that as individuals. If you want to isolate your way through this, well, that's your call. But as a nation, it is just not 
working for us. Yeah, it's funny, Turt was up in um, Northland. Uh, I've got Mike Yardley hosting the breakfast show from Christchurch this week. Uh, it actually, it's worse having people from places that aren't locked down telling you how sorry they feel for you. It makes it worse. <laughs> it just throws it into stark relief. Uh, so, uh, yeah, vaccine rates seem to be key to uh, getting us out of all, the, all of this. Uh, and do we just make it compulsory? Can we do that? Compulsory vaccination. I'm not at that point yet. I don't see it as being a great thing. Because uh, I think it could be counterproductive. I also think it could be counterproductive to kind of make an example of Bishop Brian Tamaki, because uh, I imagine that that could be seen by people that are vaccine hesitant as, oh my goodness great, gracious, now they're locking up our leaders. And I think he's just one of a number of churches that are going down that same road. I know what Biden seemed to have a great deal of success was. What he did is if you work for the government or you're a contactor for the government or any of those people had to get vaccinated, that was compulsory. And that was something that he had to do. I mean, people still in America are dying 2,000 a day. That's a 9-11 every day. That's how they're putting it. And he had to do something. So that made, I think, over 100 million people for it compulsory. But I can see more and more discussion in New Zealand with people saying it should be compulsory. I don't know how that would work. I also don't know how it would be enforced. But its I wouldn't be surprised if things go badly, if there's more and more talk about that. Mainly it's talk. I saw some Vox Pops. Hate the word, hate the technique, but uh, someone was wandering around Ellerslie uh, on 3 News. And they spoke to someone in a pie shop and someone that was a florist. And both of those people wanted compulsory vaccination. Well, if it's the difference between me getting a pie or not, then I'm definitely down. No question. This is the thing. You've just got to find the right motivating factor. And I think pies could definitely be that. Um, don't you think pies could definitely be that? Uh, so, yeah, a lot of uh, talk about uh, workplaces certainly seem to be uh, forcing people uh, to get the jab and that seems to be legal but this is the problem we can't just be guessing our way through this and leaving it up to people to sort of wade through um, court cases and for businesses to be making their own decisions when they don't really know what their legal status is and what chance do you think the government will actually legislate on this they should will they I have to say, I'm not overly optimistic. When you get someone like Viv Beck, um, who's the heart of the city chief executive, saying that uh, Wellington, she means the politicians, is asleep at the wheel, she's saying that publicly. What must she be feeling privately for someone in her position to say that basically the politicians are asleep at the wheel on this issue? That is a pretty damning statement. How much frustration must she be feeling? Yeah, well, I mean, we're all at the end of our tethers, aren't we? All at boiling point. These are unprecedented times, to be sure. And that, of course, is the exact 
right time that you completely overhaul the mess curriculum. Good to have your priorities, right? I'm a founder of an ed tech company working on this exact problem. So I spend all day, every day, trying to figure out New Zealand's mass crisis to see if we can do something about it. Um, and basically, the report's bang on, um, in our opinion. We think we think the New Zealand's curriculum does need a, a big overhaul in the way we teach math. needs a big overhaul. And one thing that we've done as a country is we've inherited basically decades of, of legacy of something called math anxiety. And this is a worldwide phenomenon where people's brains actually shut down in the face of math. Now, mm. if the, the children of, of decades ago grew up to be the parents and the teachers of today, we've now got people that are effectively scared of math, trying to impart math on children and somehow expecting them to become better at math. And that just doesn't work. Um, so, so can, can I just ask you, can I just ask you, because I've got a couple of people who have texted almost the same thing, that math is not cool. And that it is cool to hate maths and to tell everybody I hate maths and they're not even to try to do maths. And so that's just that's just a branding of the topic. Yeah. So we yeah, we strongly believe that math is branded very, very poorly. People say that they don't have a math brain, people say that they hate math. Um, it's seen as different to the other subjects. Um, and it like it is it is slightly different because it's it's taught foundationally. You need to understand like the building blocks of police and go on to the next level, whereas other subjects aren't like that. But research has shown us that there's no such thing as a math brain. Um, and as somebody who loves math, I I find it very frustrating how how difficult people perceive it to be. But it's it's because they're taught from from the beginning that it should be uncool and it's only for a certain class of person. Mm. It's weird, eh? Because of course, then uh, afterwards, people suddenly go. Uh, if they end up in retail and they're dealing with, uh, you know, accounts and money and statistics and reports, suddenly maths is really, really cool because, you know, this is how you actually get by in the world. So how do you, how do you, how do you rebrand maths, Christian? How do you rebrand maths? That's the question that, that we're trying to answer. I just can't believe that anybody needs to do maths anymore. Right. Here, I mean, there's literally an app for that, isn't there? And when I say an app, I mean a million apps that will do whatever kind of maths you want for you, surely. Have I got that wrong? I mean, to be fair, my entire life when I've been in maths or around maths, I have been wrong, mostly. I was quite good at it up until about sixth form. And then I realised it was stupid and I didn't want to do it anymore. Is that what they were just talking about with Andrew there? Is that what they meant? I don't know. Look, I'm tired. I've got a headache now thinking about that. See, just getting this close to maths. It's like getting close to radiation. I start feeling ill. I'm going to get away from maths now, and I'll come back again with another New Year's Eve tomorrow. See you then.